0: thanks for supporting companies that support this podcast. Hey guys, it's Judy from Nutrition with Judy. Remember to Subscribe and hit the bell. It's the sugars that make us fat. It is not fat. So I know that a lot of us grew up eating PB&J sandwiches, but in a standard serving of peanut butter, which is about two tablespoons, there are about eight grams of sugar. So a standard PB&J sandwich can have anywhere from 30 grams to 75 grams of carbohydrates, which basically becomes sugar in your body. And you know those small PB&J Uncrustables well, they have about 28 grams of carbs per serving those little itty bitty ones and dave's killer organic bread so those breads first of all are very expensive but it has a whopping 22 grams of carbohydrates per serving and remember it does save five grams of sugar per serving but It's really 22 grams because complex carbs, although it may absorb a little bit slower, it still breaks down as sugar in your body. And what's worse is that one serving is only one slice. So if you put two slices on your kids or your PB&J sandwich or any sandwich, that is 44 grams of carbs just from the bread. And then on top of that, these breads have so many nuts and seeds, that's so many anti-nutrients, And then you have the wheat, you have the grains, you have the nuts. Yet this bread is one of the more expensive breads in the markets. So what's the big deal about carbs, right? So I know some of you are like, who cares? I mean, why can't kids have carbs? Why can't kids have sugar? They're young, they'll burn it off. But let me kind of break it down for you. The human body contains about five liters of blood at any given time. The body's blood sugar range is carefully controlled around on average 80 milligrams per deciliter of blood. So mathematically, it works out to four grams of sugar, four grams of sugar in your blood at any given time, which is less than one teaspoon, one teaspoon of sugar in your blood. Someone that is pre-diabetic, which is about 100 milligrams over deciliters, has an amount of one teaspoon in their blood at any given time. For someone that is diabetic, they have about one and a quarter teaspoons of sugar, which is about 126 milligrams over deciliters. So again, it is just one quarter teaspoon changes you from being pre-diabetic to being diabetic. This tells us that the amount of sugar in our blood is very tightly regulated. Again, just going from pre-diabetic to diabetic is just a quarter teaspoon of sugar. It's basically like a pinch of sugar. So if you're wondering how I did that, if you think about how 80 milligrams per deciliter is about the standard range for blood sugar, then one milligram is equal to 0.0002 teaspoons. And if you're pre-diabetic, then your blood sugars, give or take 100 milligrams over deciliters, so then that would be 100 times 0.0002 teaspoons, which then equals 0.02 teaspoons. And apply it by 10, so then it would be 0.02 teaspoons times 10 deciliters, which then get you 0.2 teaspoons over liters. And since there are 10 deciliters and one liter, it is 0.2 teaspoons of sugar and one liter of blood. And since we have five liters of blood in our body at any given time, if you multiply the 0.2 teaspoons times five, you come up with one teaspoon of sugar in your blood at any given time. I just had to do that because I don't want you guys to think, who cares, PB&J is healthy, PB&J, they'll burn it off. So now if we can all agree that our body only has about four grams of sugar at any given time, so less than a teaspoon at any given time in our blood, and then if you think about how a PB&J, an average PB&J sandwich has about 60 grams of carbs or sugar, then that is 15 times the amount of sugar that you are putting in your blood that your body can handle. And then what do we normally eat with PB&J? We'll normally eat chips, or fruit juice, or especially our kids. So we are just loading them up with all these sugars. It is a lot. Now that doesn't mean that we can only consume four grams at any given time. I'm just saying that in our body, in our blood, our sugar is regulated to about four grams of sugar at any given time in our blood. Our bodies can manage when we consume more sugar and carby foods it will produce the insulin to then remove the sugars. But when we constantly feed our bodies with excess sugar and excess glucose and excess fructose, then we are creating this constant emergency state in our body. And that's when things start breaking down. Imagine what your child's body is going through when you feed them 60 plus grams of carbs at any given time. In fact, this puts anyone's body into an emergency state. So our body obviously prioritizes mechanisms and functions that will keep our bodies alive. And so when we have too much sugar in the blood, our body will use all the B vitamins, all nutrients to basically make sure that we are producing enough insulin hormone and other factors to lower the blood sugar in our bodies. As a side note, it's no wonder why we get so many seasonal allergies now. Our gut is being torn apart by these processed foods. And then on top of that, our bodies are so focused on shoveling away the sugar. It's no wonder that when we go outside and there's toxins from plants and the air, our bodies just can't handle it. It's Our bodies have to just handle what will allow us to survive the next minute, the next day. And so it just doesn't have the capacity to handle the external allergies and the external toxins, and that's why we are getting more allergies now than ever before. Eat nutrient-dense foods, heal your insides, and I bet you, your seasonal allergies next year will be so much better. If it's not, you can come talk to me. So in terms of peanuts, They are actually not a nut, it's a legume. I'm sure most of you guys know that. So legumes have a high amount of lectin, and hard lectins in legumes are pretty impervious to any type of soaking, sprouting, and even cooking. So I would recommend staying away from legumes just because of the anti-nutrients. But as a legume, it has so many anti-nutrients. It has the lectins, the phytic acid, the oxalates. And on top of that, Peanuts are pretty much grown in a mold-loving environment and so the government basically regulates a certain amount of mold that is permissible on peanuts. So we get all these sugars from all the jam, the, the bread, and then we have all these anti nutrients from the nuts and the seeds, and then from the legumes, from the peanut butter. So, not only will they not be able to absorb any of the nutrients and minerals because of the anti nutrients, then on top of that, their body is gonna go through the sugar roller coaster because of all the carbs and sugar that they are consuming. All right, so please. Please stop the PB&J. It is not a health food for our kids. It's actually pretty harmful. I mean, if you think about it, if we break down all the nutrients, PB&J may be one of the worst foods you can give your kids. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but hear me out. It has inflammatory seed oils normally in the PB&J or in the peanut butter, and then peanuts again are legumes that have all those anti-nutrients. It has a crap ton of sugar, it has grains, and a lot of times the sugar in the jam is high fructose corn syrup, and then there's a lot of fructose, even if it's pure real strawberries. Fructose is another form of sugar that can only be absorbed by the liver, and fructose is primarily in high fructose corn syrup, in fructose, and basically all processed snacks and foods. I can't really get into it here, but I recommend if you're interested that you download the Nutrient Dense eBook. The link will be in my notes, But basically, while glucose can be absorbed by your whole body, fructose can only be absorbed by your liver. And so when you're eating a lot of processed foods and snacks and sugar and high fructose corn syrup, then when you eat fruit on top of that, it is just inundating your liver with way too much sugar. And that is why so many of our kids, on top of all of that are drinking juice, they are getting non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. All right guys, I hope that this was helpful for you guys. Remember, please, Let's stop the peanut butter and while we're on the topic of what to stop, let's also stop the oatmeal. Um, A standard serving of oatmeal has about 30 grams of carbs. So imagine the sugar roller coaster that we set our kids on if we feed oatmeal or even ourselves on when we feed ourselves oatmeal in the morning. Let's stop the emergency state of sugar roller coasters. Let's lessen the snacking and so that the digestive process can have moments of rest so that organs can then instead focus on proper growth and using nutrients for other beneficial ways than just solving the emergency state of too much sugar. All right guys, thanks for watching. Please make sure to subscribe. Please make sure to hit the bell and please make sure to like this video so that I can produce more content for you guys. All right, have a good one thanks for listening to the nutrition with judy podcast if you liked what you heard today please make sure to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app so more listeners like you can find the show if you want more practitioner care and support head over to nutritionwithjudy.com groups so you can get more real talk about carnivore the environment and root cause healing you can also find my content on Nutrition with Judy's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter and learn more about in-depth articles with infographics at nutritionwithjudy.com articles. You can find my two books, Carnivore Cure and the Complete Carnivore Diet for Beginners on carnivorecure.com and amazon.com. At the heart of Nutrition with Judy's practice, our mission lies with a deep, unwavering passion for service and community. We will continue to empower you to have the knowledge and tools to live a life nearly symptom-free because we firmly believe in healing and wellness for all.